Ahava and blessings. Welcome to this episode of Hold the Shehina. This podcast is here to support us in this collective process that we are calling Ascension, but it is more of a remembrance of who we are, of our infinite light. I am your host, my name is Aria, I'm a Reiki master, energy and sound healer and an ordained Magdalene priestess and I am your host and I am your guide on this journey. This week's episode is about the cycles of creation. So this has been a very important topic to me. I've been working a lot with the frequencies of creation for years now, and I'm always learning and discovering new, new things, new ways of being, of doing, going deeper into the mysticism of creation. And it is fascinating and it is amazing what you can do how much more you can accomplish when you choose to align with the frequencies and really understand the cycles that we are working through, not only personally, but as a society, as a collective, because we are constantly manifesting and creating something. We are in a co-creation with our environment, with the divine, with all things that are around us. So when we can understand the energies that are activated in that moment, then our manifestation and our, our power actually expands. And it's, um, it's really, I started working with the moon heavens. I've been working with the moon since I was a little baby witch, (laughs) maybe about a teenager. Um, But I, anything that was esoteric, anything that had to do with mysticism, with mythology, with magic, with tarot, I was constantly fascinated by all of these things, numerology, astrology, all of it. And it also had to do with my own gifts. I just had my intuition, my ability to sense and feel and know things. It just was always very honed in me and working with the cycles. So I really began with the moon, probably because I'm a Cancerian. Um, the moon is my, my, basically my, I guess my shining light. So because cancer is ruled by the moon and my son is in cancer so it's um the moon always felt just really natural for me to work with and so as i mentioned we're always in creation so you can choose to not to disregard you know working with the cycles because i do believe that you need to use your intuition you need to really receive whatever is being told to you, but also use your own intuition because there will be times when you will need to do a shedding spell, well, not so much a spell, but a shedding ritual. So a ritual is simply a set of 
actions that you undertake for a specific goal with a specific intention behind every one of those actions. That's all a ritual is. So you can do a ritual for letting go, for shedding, for really, um, if we have like habits or karmas or traumas that we really feel that we are ready to let go of, you can do a, a letting go ritual, you know, just expressing gratitude to that experience for the lessons and then letting it go. Now you can do that. The best time would to do something like that would be when the moon is waning. So this would be after the full moon. However, if you just, you're just ready and you need to do it on a quarter moon, first quarter moon, then do it. So this, all of that, I, all that I share all that I will share is these are guidelines. This is just to give you the basics of what the energy is that we're working with. So then you can come to your own discernment, use your own intuition and see what works for you. So we are always creating, um, the cycles of the moon are probably the easiest for us to follow simply because we're constantly, it's something that's very mainstream. You know, you're constantly seeing new moon, full moon, this. So it's very easy. Um, and it's very easy because you can also see the moon. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, now it's full. Now there's no moon. It's the new moon. So it's, it's very easy to work with. And the moon changes signs every two and a half days. So this is called the water wheel. This is the, the cycle of water. So this is when we use the energy of emotions, the energy of water, this is the energy of the moon, the energy of your intuition in your manifestation. So the moon goes through its phases and like you do. So it's everything in nature mirrors your life, mirrors aspects of our shared humanity of the earth. So it really is beautiful to kind of harmonize and really learn to recognize how the patterns outside, the cycles outside affect you and how your own internal cycles also affect your psyche. So it's this, it's this marriage, it's this um, dance of energies, of frequencies that we're working with. So the cycle of water is the cycle of the moon. And I guess I began, I began with the moon for a purpose. So the moon is the easiest to see. The moon is our inner self. The moon is our intuition. The moon is our emotional self. That self that we tend to hide from the world and only the closest people to us really know. That is the moon, and that is what the moon represents and the water cycle. So we use the water cycle to create. Everything has a frequency. So you'll notice that um, if you are feminine in your embodiment, in a physical form that is feminine, you go through those same cycles of the moon. So woman is very attuned to the cycles of the moon. Because our own internal cycle, our physiological cycle, mirrors that of the moon. Our bodies have an ebb and a flow. Our, we go through, in Kundalini, it is said that we go through the, 
13 lunar nodes in a cycle. So it's really like we are, we are the vessel for creation because of our hormonal cycle, because we, we have a lunar cycle, we have a monthly cycle, as opposed to men who have a 24-hour cycle. So their cycle is very, very different than ours. Ours ebbs and flows. There are points in time in the month where we are really introspective. We are perhaps moody if our hormones are imbalanced. But we are, it's the time for us to go within, for really to tune into our intuition. And then there are times when we are completely outgoing and just ready to like meet and greet and shine and that's the time when mostly we are ovulating and it's a time that corresponds with the full moon. So there's, there are many similarities between the cycle of woman and the cycles of the moon and very changing. So we are always flowing and that is the key to manifestation, particularly if you are feminine. It is to learn how to flow with the cycles and to not force ourselves to fit into places that we're not supposed to fit into and only only our heart when we tune in and align to our heart can tell us whether we are trying to fit ourselves in a box that isn't for us so learning about the cycles of the moon learning your own internal rhythm harmonizing with your womb space your space of creation is really key for manifesting anything that you desire so that is um that is the cycle of water the creation cycle of water the creation cycle of fire is the days of the week the days of the week correspond to different frequencies in the aramaic spirituality the spirituality of yeshua and mary magdalene they they in their world the aramaic letters created all of creation everything that we see every planet every everything has a specific frequency corresponding to the Aramaic letters. The days of the week are the same. God created the world in, se- in seven days. Well, in six days, on the seventh, he rested. So the days of the week align with different planetary luminaries, which give that day that frequency, that potency of that planet. Different numerological correspondences as well and the different frequencies of the Aramaic letters so let's take Sunday Sunday is the day that is aligned with Aleph it is the day of the Sun Um, Aleph is one of the mother letters it is one of the mother letters of creation and Aleph is all about uniting heaven and earth so really being that vessel for the divine light to flow through you and that is, that is that solar light energy. So you can see how it corresponds to the days of the week, to, well, to Sunday in particular. Monday is the day of the moon. It is the day that it is aligned with lunar energy. However, in Aramaic, the letter that corresponds to it is bait, and bait is aligned with Saturn. You will notice that Saturn and the moon work together because it's our emotional self and our discipline that that um, taskmaster getting things done 
that reward punishment if we aren't on our path aspect. But this is this is aligned to the moon. This is aligned to Monday. Monday is the day for us to go within, to really seek out the wisdom that is within to align you with the correct actions that are needed for you to manifest with greater ease, with flow, in alignment with your soul. So that is Monday. Every day has a frequency. Tuesday is aligned with Mars. It is the Gimel. It is another frequency. So every day, aligning with the frequencies of the week, with that fire energy, allows us, and there are also different colors that go into. So it's it's really all about really tuning in to the fire energy of that day so you can harm, harness that energy and use it for your growth, for your expansion, for your, for deepening your work. If you like, let's take Wednesday. Wednesday is the Dalit. It is the doorway. It is the initiation. It is aligned with Mercury. So it is anything that has to be done with communication. Great to do on a Wednesday. Anything that's great to be done that has to do with taking action, something that you don't particularly want to do, that would be on a Tuesday because Tuesday is aligned with Mars. And Mars is that fiery energy that gets us going. Thursday is aligned with Jupiter. Everything on Thursday expands. So being aware, it's aligned with the hay, the life breath, the breath of the Shahina, the life force, the prana. So everything that we do on a Thursday has the capacity to expand. So it's very important to be mindful of where we are placing our energy. Friday, the day aligned with Venus, I I purposefully chose to release my podcast episodes on Friday to align with the energy of the divine feminine, of the Shahina, of that frequency of unconditional love, of that divine child, of the Vav, of the goddess. Um, and that's a beautiful day to do any kind of rituals towards the feminine, anything that has to do with beauty, with harmony, with creation, with fertility, beautiful to do on a Friday. Um, Saturday, aligned with Saturn. It is a powerful day, but it's also the day that we go into whether, whether we are being rewarded or I don't really like the word punishment, but it's whether we have to fine tune our actions, let's say that, or whether we have to, or whether we kind of take a moment and just enjoy in gratitude the fruits of our labor of the week. So every day has a frequency and every day has a different purpose. So if you wanted to do a spell for abundance, you would do it on a Thursday. If you wanted to do a ritual for clearing, you would potentially do it on a Saturday or do it on a Monday. If you wanted to bring in more energy of joy, of abundance, of beauty and harmony, that could be done on a Sunday or a Friday. But you can see how we can weave these energies into our life in a more conscious way so we can feel more, feel more aligned. And the more that we feel aligned, the more that we create and manifest with ease, knowing that 
the rhythm of the cosmos is aligning with us. And cycles are, cycles go deep. Cycles are spirals. They are, they are prophetic for a reason. Like there's a reason that prophecy goes in cycles. If you look into any um, culture, all of their prophecies have to do with certain alignments of the sun, of the moon. Um, there were many um, virgin births. The goddess Isis, Maya who birthed um, Gautama Siddhartha, the Buddha, um, Mother Mary, um, Grandmother Anna birthed Mother Mary through Immaculate Conception, Elizabeth. So it, there are many, many powerful priestesses, Mariams, um, in the, I guess I'll call it the pre-Christian, pre-Judaic history. Many priestesses practiced light conception. They attuned their body. They, they actively worked to elevate their frequency so they could conceive a higher dimensional being and bring that teacher, that healer into this physical realm. That all had to do with the cycles. Every, you know, they would look at the stars and figure out, okay, how, when is it best to align with these frequencies so we can conceive the light? Nowadays, conceiving the light really is bringing the light frequency of the infinite light of creation into your creations. Whether it is a book, whether it is a child, whether it is um, a piece of music or art, we are in this, we are a part of the cosmic symphony of creation. And it is, it is really our, it's our responsibility and our birthright to become aware and conscious of these frequencies so we can know how best to align not only with our soul, but with the divine. Because when we align with our soul, we are aligning with the divine because we are that frequency of cosmic consciousness. So we did fire. We did the cycle of water. So the next cycle of creation is the cycle of the air. And that is the cycle of the zodiac. So that's the cycle of astrology. So the different constellations and where they are in the sky and at what point. And each constellation, again, like the days of the week, like the moon, has a specific frequency. And there are kind of the dualistic light shadow aspect of the constellation. And then there's the mystic higher octave of the constellation. So Cancer is the divine mother. It's the divine feminine. It is the frequency. It's the constellation through which souls are when they want to be born on earth, they come through the constellation of cancer. And it is a beautiful frequency in that higher octave where there is no duality. It is that divine feminine energy. And each one of us chose the time that we were born. We took our first breath, the parents, the country, the society, we chose how we want it to come into the world. So your natal chart is a snapshot of where, of what the sky looked like and what frequencies 
you have to play with. And sometimes there are challenging aspects. I've learned that those challenging aspects in terms of your astrology, natal astrology, really are the keys to your expansion and your deepening of the wisdom that that you hold and that you've cultivated from all of these lifetimes. So working with astrology is always fascinating and it's always fascinating to me how people express their specific flavor and everyone has their own unique combination of planets and combination of frequencies they're working with and it's just it's really interesting to see it like and to kind of see how personality traits and behaviors correspond to what you know what you can see in the natal chart super fascinating at least to me it is so um, working with the zodiac uh, working with the astrology frequencies definitely can help you with manifestation because certain signs are more you know you know if it's a fire energy that you're going to be working with a lot of fast energy a lot of really fiery tempestuous energy if it's more of a watery it's going to be more emotional more smooth so knowing this really gives you that insight as to what is going on and what what frequencies we're working with on a collective and how it's affecting us on an individual basis. And so that is the air, water, fire, earth. Oh, the earth. I love the earth. So the earth is a, the cycle of the earth is the cycle that um, it's kind of, it's the growing season. So it's the solstices, the equinoxes, it's Imbolc and Lamas and the fire and Samhain it's it's really tuning into the earth and our ancestors knew how to work with the earth frequencies and they had a reverence for the earth so it's and it was it's really what we're moving back into we've we've divorced ourselves and separated ourselves so much from our own oneness our own infinite soul essence that we are now coming back into seeing the wisdom of the ancients, seeing the wisdom of those who knew the cycles of the stars, those who knew the cycles of the earth and worked with the cycles of the earth. This is how they maintain the harmony and the balance in their societies by knowing where they were at in the wheel of the year. And the wheel of the year is really, it's really beautiful to just watch the ebb and the flow of nature, to just see how nature can just completely go within and just drop all its leaves, drop all its fruit, turn cold and hard, and then rebirth itself. Again, it's a metaphor for our own lives. How many times have we been rebirthed? How many times have we gone into this cycle of winter where we were, we were just, perhaps we were alone, perhaps we were just really in this deep cocoon only to emerge into a different phase of our lives. It really is, um, it's 
pretty magical to think. Many people think that, well, magic doesn't exist, but magic is all around us. Magic is just energy and we ourselves are energy. So the cycles of the earth, like working with them, they, they really teach us how to live in harmony with the earth, how to be in gratitude, in reverence, and to really honor the land that we are on, honor the wisdom of the trees, because everything has a frequency. Every tree, every plant, every rose bush has its own signature frequency. And it has a specific wisdom to share with us if we are open to receiving. Different lands, you will notice that if you go, let's say you're called to go to Egypt, you will feel different activations in your body because of your physical body being on that land. Same thing with the, the special places, the vortexes. Um, Glastonbury is one of them. Um, Tibet, um, where else? There's um, Jerusalem, that area also is uh, an energetic vortex. Mount Shasta, um, Sedona, Joshua Tree, California, um, Machu Picchu, Lake Titicaca in South America, all of these places, Uluru in Australia, all of these places hold codes, hold frequencies that are activated within us when we are on that land. Um, when we are on any land, if we go to the land where our parents suffered tremendously or our ancestors suffered tremendously, we will feel those activations in our physical body. And we may be called there to do healing on the land, to do healing on our lineage. All of these are part of the integration process and part of our awakening and our ascension and our really coming into union, bringing together all of those parts of ourselves that we have um, ostracized and we've banished and we think that they are not valid or they are not important because, you know, we were told by so-and-so that, you know, I can't be like that. But every part of you is to be honored and is to be cherished and revered and brought back into your heart so it can teach you and show you the wisdom that it holds. And this is the magic of working with the cycles of, of the earth, the cycles of creation, whether it's fire, water, air, and then there's ethers, which is working with the archangels. So I'm... Uh, I'm going to hold off on speaking about that because I've, I've been working with them for a bit, but not, not enough for me to actually speak about that specific cycle, but it is the cycle of the cosmic, the ethereal realms, and it's a very powerful energy and frequencies to work with. So if you would like me to go deeper into the cycles of creation that is the week, I know that a few people have mentioned that they want me to go deeper into how to really tune into the um, cycle of fire, the cycles, the days of the week, do drop me a comment, um, as well as the moon. The moon is something, um, actually, it's on my YouTube. Um, I work on my YouTube. There are 
four videos that have to do with a woman's um, cycle. So our cycle, luteal, menstrual, our phases and how they correspond to our inner um, moon cycles. So I think that might be a good place to start. But if you would like me to do one just on the moon, also please comment below um, because that would make this episode longer if I went into every single thing. So I just wanted to give you an overview of the cycles of creation so you can get a taste and kind of start feeling into the different frequencies that we're working with every day and how they're affecting you. So thank you so much for joining me. I do hope that you enjoyed this. If you did, like as I mentioned, please share, comment, follow, subscribe, and there goes my husky. Hello, Buddha. Oh yeah, shake, shake, shake. Um, so uh, thank you once again, um, and do tune in to the sound activation that is following this episode. Ahava and have a blessed rest of your day. And do let me know which of these energies you're going to start working with because I really would love to hear um, what, which one you want to start with because working with all of them at once can be overwhelming. So I would just pick one that you really want to tune into and just start there. Like it's easier to just go easy as opposed to trying to do too many things because then you overwhelm yourself and that's not, that's not why we're doing this. We're not doing this human merry-go-round to overwhelm ourselves. We're doing this to work with what we've got, to learn how to work with the energies, learn how to flow and just ease into it. Ahava and have a blessed day.